Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The I Am Rappaport Stereo, Stereo Podcast, Podcast. Live. Live. You're down with Rappaport. Yes, I am. 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 You better tune in, IamRappaport.com. Because every single podcast, you know he drops bombs. I seen him on set, a seasoned vet with true talent. Catch him on his way to CrossFit, rocking the new balance. He asked me to do the track, because he know I rhyme elite. But I'm just waiting for the Robert De Niro line of the week. Breakfast of champions, toasted bagel, cream cheese, and locks. This is I Am Rappaport, the show never stops. You might catch him out in public, stretching his knees. But if you don't listen to the show, yo, wiggle, please. Wiggle, please. This is the Rappaport Podcast. All right. <clears throat> this is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from the gloom tomb of New York City. My name is Michael Rappaport. <clears throat> Some people call me the uh, Gringo Mandingo. Some people call me White Mike. Other people call me Mr. White Folks. Some people just call me folks. Um, and this is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. All right, so this is what it is today. We have a big, 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 big television personality joining me on the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Um, Mr. Andy Cohen, who is most famous for being the host of arguably one of my favorite TV shows, Watch What Happens Live. He's also the executive producer of all of some of my favorite TV shows, the entire Real Housewives franchise, which I am so not ashamed to tell you that I, I love. I've talked about it many times on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, and basically this is what I can tell you about the Real Housewives franchise. When I watch some of those shows, some of those episodes, I have literally clapped at the television. They are funny. 
They are emotional. They are entertaining. And at times, genuinely dramatic. And I know you may be like, what the fuck are you talking about, Michael Rappaport? Gringo Mandingo, have you lost your fucking mind? No, I haven't. Don't judge from afar, okay? Trust me. You don't know what entertainment is like until you're watching a Real Housewives of Atlanta episode and you get a wig snatch, okay? Where do you think the wig snatch became famous from? Now it's all over and every reality show has people snatching wigs. Where do you think it all started, okay? I love the Housewives show. I love Bravo. And I love Watch What Happens Live. I actually won an award. I won the Bravo Aholic Award, the first time it's ever been given. I won it this year. I was voted by the fans as the quote unquote celebrity fan who loves fucking Bravo more than anyone else. It was an honor, it was a privilege. My life has changed dramatically since I won that award. Okay? But in all seriousness, I love my reality housewife shows. Um, and I'm looking forward to talking to Andy Cohen about how he became Andy Cohen. He sort of uh, emerged on the scene. He was an executive at Bravo, and then he became the face of Bravo. And his show, Watch What Happens Live, you know, at first you'd be like, what the fuck is this show? You know, I think people looked at it as a joke, same way some people looked at the Housewives shows as a joke. But I think it's like 12 seasons later, who's the fucking joke on now? Um, the Watch What Happens Live show is a stop when A-list celebrities... Um, are promoting something. Oprah, J-Lo. I mean, everybody's been on Watch What Happens Live. It it ain't a joke. Andy Cohen ain't no joke. And uh, I'm a tremendous fan of him, his story, and, uh, you know, like I said, his show. So I'm looking forward to talking to him. The Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattress. Casper Mattress is an award-winning sleep company. All right, I sleep on a Casper mattress every single day. They are so behind their product that they guarantee you will love it. You could sleep on the mattress for 100 nights. 100 nights. If you do not like your Casper mattress, they will pick it up and refund you everything for free. For free. That is satisfaction guaranteed. Go to casper.com forward slash Rappaport. Use the promo code Rappaport, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. It's Casper Mattress, C-A-S-P-E-R. If you use the promo code, you get $50 off your purchase. I love my Casper Mattress. They have sheets. They have pillows. The brand is getting bigger and bigger, but the product remains the same. Fair prices, great quality. Go to CasperMattress.com. By the way, G. Monetti will not be joining me on this I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. He's getting ready for the world tour. The I Am Rapport Stereo podcast world tour will be starting July 28th in Minneapolis, July 29th in Milwaukee with the iconic, the great Latrell Sprewell, and then the 31st in Chicago. Go to IamRapportTour.com. All tickets are available. It's going to be fun nights. We're having after parties. We're going to, it's going to be some good shit. All right? And trust me, at the after parties, you're not going to hear any whack music. You're hearing soul, funk, hip-hop, reggae. Anything that's fly, anything that's funky will be played at the after party, especially in Minnesota on the 28th. We're getting it in. This is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. This is probably my it's most... stereo podcast. Andy, I don't know what kind of podcast you have. I don't know what kind of sound you got in here. Wow. It's in stereo. Wow, this stereo is in stereo. Sounds? Yeah, is wow. there, is that make you nervous or intimidated? I think it really ups the ante of the podcast. Yeah, you just thought it was just going to be right. Yeah, because yeah, no, I see I like you perked that. up. That's there. cool. All right, so yeah. I'm going to keep it brief because we're about to go live on Watch What Happens Live. Let me just get right into it. Don't keep it brief. Did you ever imagine? Did you introduce me or anything? I already to the did people? the introduction. Oh, you did. Okay. The people know. The people okay. are excited. All right. I, I did it. If I, if I played you the introduction, you would blush. Oh, that's nice. You, you would blush. Okay. All right. So I'll just jump right into it. Did you ever imagine that Watch What Happens Live would turn into what it is now, which is essentially a, a regular stop for A-list celebrities on the late night tour when they're promoting something or just stopping by to say hello? I mean, in your right. wildest dreams. In my you- fantasy, yes, but I didn't think... No, I mean, trust me, I, I was a, I'm, I'm a producer and right. I was a TV exec. So you got to know 
that it was my dream to be on camera originally. It was. And then I gave it up. And I loved what I was doing. I loved producing. I was in charge of programming at Bravo. When I went in for my interview at Bravo, if I had said, I want to be the face of the network or I want to host a late night show, they would have not hired me. They would have, they would have like, said, he has bad intentions right. and he's trying to get on, on, on the <clears throat> air. And the thing that always really fucked me up and made me... I never heard you curse before. Always got... Oh, listen to Radio Andy because oh, it's oh, my favorite right, thing right, about the right. radio on Sirius. I can curse. The thing that got me crazy was when people, after the show premiered, when people said, oh, he gave himself a talk show, it used to get under right, my skin right, right. because it's not... If you're in charge of programming at Bravo or anywhere it's really hard to get your own show greenlit. You wind up making a real douche of yourself right. in front of everyone you work with. Right. And then you you put your and then it's like you're done. Right. You know? But 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 like okay, so that's that's cool. But mm-hmm. like it's become such a, a staple of late night. It's like Kimmel you know uh, what's his name? I uh, what the fuck? What's Jimmy it? Fallon, yeah, the other dude, Cor Cor what? Gordon uh, Corden. Yes. I, I, you know I don't fact check. That's one of the okay, things that they I like. It. I like and this and you. Podcast. I mean you're you're one of the, the one of the people. I mean it's become like a, a staple place for people Thank to you. go and promote. So. I it's it's uh, listen. I'm very proud of it. Very excited. There's a shitload of people that won't do the show still that say it's not a fit. It's not my thing. Right. Who either who don't get me or don't get the show or think it's going to be something. They think else. they're too fucking cool. Yeah, you can say or they it. think it ha- is all about the housewives, but it's right. only about the housewives on nights where the housewives air. And so, you know, but it's it's cool. Listen, every I view every big new booking as a feather in my cap right. and something that's hard earned. Right. And when someone new comes in that I've never had on. I kind of think, wow, this is awesome. And it gives me, you know, it makes me excited. Besides myself, who was the guest mm-hmm. that you were most nervous about interviewing the first time they came on the show? Besides you. Besides me, of course. You don't yes. have to say that. I, I know um, that. That's, we don't have to state the obvious. Right. Uh, besides you... You know, it was it was Oprah just because I was a huge Oprah fan. Like I have probably seen something like 80 percent of the 25 years of the Oprah Winfrey show that aired. Like I was a real. And so and I wanted it to be great. And you know what? It was great. It was a great fucking episode. It was great. Like. I did a great interview with her, and you, I'm really proud of that's it. That's good. Yeah. I mean, you, you're, you're, your interviewing skills, when it's just, first of all, you're, you have a good sense of humor, but you, when you're just doing straight interviews, yeah. you're as good as everybody else. Thank you. I mean, you know, like. It's weird because the format is kind of like short attention span right, theater. So right. it's like. It's you quick know, hits, right? Yeah, it's quick. So it makes me wish that sometimes I wish I could just let it breathe and go, but that's not this show. And that's why I'm having fun on the radio. And I do get to just sit and talk and talk, you know, do you, who's the one guest that you, you really want that you haven't had on the show yet? You know, Michelle Obama has done every show, but this, like she's done the chew. She's done CSI. She has to love housewives. She does. Apparently. Does she she really say, yeah, apparently she's a big Atlanta fan. And she said to me, at a thing I hosted like three years ago, she goes, I will do your show very late in the second term, which, by the way, is right now. But her people say it's not going to happen. Well, so Michelle, I don't think it's listen, happen. no, she listens. I'll yeah, do it right yeah, now. Yeah, Michelle, Miss Obama, Thanks. please, now's yes. the time. Thanks. Don't, don't wait till it's too late. Did you send a tweet saying that Ivanka Trump was like Marilyn Munster in the Munsters? No, that wasn't mine. I did it say wasn't? I, it I was, that wasn't it mine. Wasn't? I, I, I've it been was so funny. That, there's I, been some great stuff on the inter- yes. internet. I, I've been, you know, I haven't been as sort of uh, emotionally involved. I'm sure a lot of people uh, with politics uh, up until this year, because yeah. it's such a, a, it a fervor. It's such it an is. emotional fervor. It and, really and you, is. You, you feel whether whether what what side you care, Republican, there's just some sort of like it's like a, a barroom brawl. It is like a brawl. And, it's and, crazy. And that's what concerns me. Yes. Like, like anyway, well, I don't want to get too down. Wait, no, what I were know. You say? The politics. Well, no, are, I was going to say, I mean, you know, that's. God, I mean, something that if Trump like had a little bit of decorum, maybe right. I would like him more. I would maybe respect him more. It's funny. I thought George Bush was horrible, but I look back at him and You're I actually like, have respect him on him for him because he was he had, you know, he was tried to be dignified or at least try to have respect for the office. Yeah. And, you know, so I just hate to see the country in a in a 
in a gross, you know, I mean, I don't know. It, I just it, don't like it. it, it just the insults me. are, they're, you I just like feel that. the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think? And I'm the housewives guy. Right. You know what I mean? No, I, I hear, I, right, right. You're the so wig like, snatch no, king. I have a big... I have a big, you know that if Trump is on the debates talking about his dick size and I'm offended. That's what that I'm there's saying. something, you know, because I have a high tolerance. Me too. Yeah. But it's like, I also know, like, there's a place and a time to talk right. about your dick like, game. I, I want you to, I want. You're the, you want to be the president right. and this is how you're talking? That's what I'm saying. What did you think? Because I, I was offended. I can't remember the guy's name, the PayPal guy name, who's probably fucking rich oh, out of his ass, who said, I'm gay and yeah. I'm a Republican. Well, you know what? Me personally, I'm like, whoop de like, you're using that as a selling well, point? Well, I think that, well, I think that it was, you know, the Republicans got the five black people who are right. for Trump. Who I think they were brought in by extras casting, but I don't I know do that too. for sure. And then they got in a Latino and then they found the gay guy. And you know, to me, what offends me, and I'm so, I was talking to a friend of mine who's in his 20s and he said, I thought it was great and you can be gay and Republican. And I'm such a hard ass when it comes to gay stuff because I have lived through discrimination and, you know, Reagan's press secretary laughing when asked a question about AIDS right. and through the whole gamut. So it's very serious to me. It was a big deal to me when Bill Clinton said the words, you know, gay and lesbian in his first speech at the convention. That right. was a huge thing for us. Right. He went on to pass Don't Ask, Don't Tell, which right. was horrible. But it's like we were we were looking for scraps and morsels. So when this guy who's very rich, the PayPal guy, gets up and says, I'm a proud gay Republican, whatever, you know, I can't live with the fact that the GOP platform this year was the most anti-gay platform right. in years. Mike Pence wants to convert you. He believes that gay people can be converted right. to be straight. Right. It's not possible. Guess what? I have a newsflash for everybody. If I could have been straight, I would have chosen to be straight. Mm. I don't think people would choose to be gay. Mm -hmm. Guess what? It kind of sucks at the beginning. Mm -hmm. You have to come out to everybody. Some people turn on you. They call you faggot. Mm -hmm. It's not great. Mm -hmm. People make fun of you. Mm -hmm. If you you could choose. You would have chose. I would be the biggest pussy hound on the planet. <laughs> like, I would be, like, it would be great. I would have kids by now, whatever. This wasn't possible to right. me at the time. I sound like Reza. I'm really, like, <laughs> in a frenzy. But, but I, I, call I him just. Reza. I don't really, But I just, I, I, we got off track. But no, I no, just no. want to say, so that's why I got really hardcore about this guy. I was like, I was watching his speech and I thought, in a perfect world, this would be great. But you know what? I can't reconcile this with, with with what Mike Pence really stands for, right. and I believe and that crowd, like like go into that crowd, go deep into yeah, that crowd. I mean, and go like and see what the fuck they're like. You think that like that's cool? Like you think they're these these they people? They were so excited for him to <clears throat> say. I'm a gay Republican because it makes them look good right. and like, inclusive. Oh, look, the gay, the gay Republican, he's here supporting. He's okay. Us. This is okay. It's bullshit. But it's fucked up. And I think that Trump probably is way more pro-gay than he. He's kissing the ass of the evangelicals. I agree. I agree. And you know, I'm sure he would do. You know, he would be fine about it. But um, anyway, that's my rant about that. I apologize. No worries. No, I, 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 it's all good. The world is being attacked. You need five housewives. To okay. save the world. To save the world. Only five. Maybe you get you get a six one just in, just in case shit gets out of hand. You get okay. five housewives. Basically, your top five housewives. Well, no, these are. I am not going to do. Okay, top then to five. save to save the five world. Five to save the world. Save the world. Then. Okay, I'm going to do Bethany one. Heather Dubrow. Okay. Phaedra. Okay. Um, Siggy from wow. Jersey. Yep. Wow. She's only been on three episodes. Siggy. But I can tell. You know what? I'm picking the Jews because I think Jews get things done. Yes. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. And Israeli so Jews. She's, she's a yeah, whole yeah, other yeah, level yeah. of she's toughness. Not, yeah. Heather Dubrow and her. I'm yes. picking the Jews. Okay. And they then don't you get fuck one around. more. Okay. I'm going to um, Beverly Hills. Okay. And Save the world, man. Think it through. Don't fuck around no, here. Know, Anything can happen. We need five of them. I know, I know. Hold on, I'm just trying to go through. I can't believe that it's, it's making you think so much. Like I would well, think that I, you I'm have the serious them about no, this. No, yeah, it's the well, world's no, you're, coming to an end. The specific question yes. is saving the world. Right. Yes, we so, don't want to say top um, five. We can't pick favorites. It's no, saving it's the world. Top, top five. It's airplanes. It's some Star Wars shit. Yeah, it's some Star like Wars. Like fighting. Shit. It's street fighting. Oh, you it's know what? Combat. All right, Tamra. 
Okay. I'm going two from most. Do you want to take yeah. one more? Like, do you no, have any? That's good. Five. You okay. Asked. Do you ever worry, like this year, New Jersey Housewives? Teresa comes home from jail. Yeah. Very dramatic. Yeah. yeah. Very compelling. Very yeah. emotional. So far, otherwise, the season's been sort of chill. Do yeah. you ever worry? That the seasons are going to be like, do you ever like, shit, there's not enough drama? Sometimes. Somebody, sometimes you wonder, but stuff happens. There, it, There's a reason. We cast highly volatile women, so things usually happen. Uh, but, you know, it can. it's interesting. I mean, there can be things that you never know what's going to happen, which is why this show works. And... You know, yeah, you know, it's funny. Orange County and Beverly Hills are always a really slow burn. It takes sometimes with both of those, it could take eight episodes mm-hmm. for you to realize, oh, wait, okay, now this is where this is going right. and whatever. And I, I like that because okay. I think it's interesting storytelling and I think it's how it happened. And so, yeah. Okay. But yeah, sometimes, absolutely, but you just have to wait. And sometimes we extend shooting, but the longer you shoot, the more shit goes on, and trust me. Okay. Yeah. Um, do, do you have any regrets about any of the stuff that like has aired on uh, reunions or any of the episodes where you like, shit, I wish... I, like you, that you could take back. Where you're like, I wish that seed didn't go. There or, are things, yeah, sure. Oh, a lot. Like, yeah, what, like, but, what would but be I mean, one that pops into your well, head? Well, you know, you don't want any... I mean, that Kenya-Portia thing, you don't want... You don't want people to get physical. Were you freaking out when that happened? I was... Were you like, oh, shit? I was... You know what? I was stunned. And it's so... And, you know, it shows how white I am that I didn't get that that was about to... That a bullhorn... I thought the bullhorn was funny. I didn't realize how antagonized... Portia felt and how but you didn't think also Portia you didn't think I didn't think I was surprised because she was at the time that was sort of like you know like her like like it revitalized like it was like she went into womanhood yeah no it was crazy so so yeah I was really surprised okay have you do your st- listeners know about all this stuff to this? Listen, depth? if they yeah. do or they don't, yeah, they, right. some of them okay, do, I'm some of them don't. I mean, the, some of the minutiae, but they yeah. know about you and they okay. know that I they know that I'm a Bravo winner. Okay. They yeah. know that my life right. has changed since I won okay. the Bravo. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, so and they know that I'm a fan. So I okay. talk about the show. So okay, I mean, okay. some of them do, some yeah. of them don't. Just curious. Doesn't doesn't even matter. Yeah. Uh, um, do you, have you spoken or heard from uh, Joe and Apollo since they've been locked no. up? No, do you, do you have the urge to be like, yo, how you doing? Or you know, no. I never had a deep relationship with either of them. But just almost like on a business level, like in a, in a way you become like, you work with them a sort I do, of but lead. it's really about the wives. I had a right. much stronger drive to connect with Teresa did while you? she was gone. And I did. And through, like, Teresa letters and, and I, through letters, through emails, oh, uh, that's through cool. this prison system. And when she left, she and I had a lunch together that I write about in my a book that's coming out this fall that was really deep and intense. That's and, cool. Uh, we had like r- right before she went. Yeah. What do you want to do next? The, the, I don't know if it's true. You know, there's all this talk about Kelly. No, and it's gonna become, I, I can't do it. Uh, because really? I, yeah, I'm locked up here, so I couldn't do it if I wanted to. Do you? Do, so the great thing about it is I co-hosted with her last week, and the cool thing about it was I wasn't auditioning, so I had such an e- I It felt so easy and nice and fun and relaxed, so I didn't have to push. And I thought to myself, God, if I was auditioning for this, I would be terrible myself about right. this day and what am I wearing and what am I saying and whatever. Right. I went in and just did it and it was good. So you don't, so all this stuff like you hear the rumors. I know I'm happy that there are Isn't all that crazy rumors. though? Yeah, it's good because it's just like, yeah, who knows, but it's not, yeah. So what do you, what do you want to do next? I, I mean, don't you know, obviously, you know, this is a late night show. I like, the thing about it is for me to go to co-host with anyone, I have to say, this is my own show and I'm the EP, so basically I get to make a lot of decisions. You don't have to defer. Bravo, you know, I I was in charge of programming for the network for ten years, so shit. I can kind of give myself notes. I can understand right. what the network wants, so, and I don't get right notes from Bravo really right. at all. They, Especially they leave at me this alone. Point. Yeah, I'm seven years in. Yeah, because so I- to go co-host with someone else and have someone say. 
you know, I, I, I got pulled into the broadcasting booth um, at the MLB, at the Cardinal game oh, right, the other day. Right. And um, I had thrown out the first pitch. I was, I'm from St. Louis. And Jim Edmonds, who was doing play-by-play, is the husband of an Orange County housewife. And right. I got pulled into the broadcasting booth with him. But I forgot that that was a possibility, and I had eaten a pot lollipop during the second inning. And so now we're in the sixth inning. You're so crazy. it's kicking in, and I was like, oh no. And now I am most comfortable in front of the camera. But I go into this broadcasting booth, and I was like, oh no, this is bad. Like, I'm like, I felt off my game, which is, I never feel that way when I I'm hear you. on camera. You feel disconnected to on, what you're saying, yes, right? Yes, I, I, I would never go on TV stoned. I just would never do it. And, and Why are so, you winking at me when you say that? I'll never, no, you I'm said not. I'll never go on TV, TV no. stoned. Are you still winking? No, I'm not I'm just winking. Playing, I'm just playing, I'm just um, playing, I'm just so, playing. But I, I, I did it, and... They asked me how the Orange County Housewives started or how the Housewives started. And I started, I first of all couldn't believe that during the gameplay they were asking me about this. Second of all, so I go, oh, these women, their boobs were bigger and their hair was blonder. And this guy said during the break, during the commercial break, uh, look, Andy, this is a Major League Baseball broadcast. And, you know, you have to remember there are families watching and kids. You can't say boobs. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, there's a whole frontier out there. I Every time I co-host with Hoda Kotb, uh-huh. I get in trouble. They're like, you can't say screwed. You can't say right. Jews that way. You Re- can't do the, this. The tone when you say the, Jews? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Even it, if you, you are know, a Jew. Exactly. They were like, oh, <laughs> I made a lesbian joke. Like, every time on the ba- I'm on, Oh, with Hoda or on baseball? Yeah, with Hoda. Every time I'm on, I get in trouble. So, you know, Bravo lets me do. Right. I can say dick. I can. There's a lot of things I can say. Right. You so can't curse on Bravo, though, right? I can say dick. I can say pussy. I can say. I can't say shit or fuck. It's so funny, it's, isn't it? So yeah, funny. But I'm happy with what I can say. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's better. Yeah, at least you could say dick and pussy. Yeah. Exactly. All right. I know. I know you got to get ready to go do the show. One thing I'm curious about, and you, you articulate it in a way like. Daviva. Was that her name? Daviva? Aviva. Aviva. Daviva. With her leg, right? Yeah. Sometimes housewives, they just leave. They're not on the show. Is it casting? Is it they want out? Is it you want out? Is it a little bit of both? In that case, it was a situation of we felt like... This had run its course. I mean, she slammed her leg. It was fantastic. It was amazing. The problem is... It's hard to come back after you slam the leg. take your leg off and throw it in Le Cirque, where do you go from here? It's kind of like... What else you got? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like Michael Jordan hitting the last shot. It's It's like I walk off the... Now, that being said, Teresa flipped the table, and she's had seven other seasons. Right. But, I mean, it is a little bit... But with her, it was a case of the audience... You know, the the audience either loves you, hates you, or loves to hate you. Mm-hmm. And that was not a good fit with the audience. I got they you. were not asking for her back. Like and even like what's her name? My girl Heather, the Holla yeah. Queen. I yes. liked her. Now, no, it, no, Heather was good. If you know, Heather, that was a situation where she was kind of done. It was, but if she really wanted to come back, that would have been a conversation. Okay, yeah. So, so it's a, it's 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 a difference. Depends it, on the w- woman. Mainly, right. they want to come back, and it's us. Mainly, I got you. Yes. All right. So, what? Who? Here's my other question. Who do I gotta blow yeah. to get invited to go out to the Hamptons? Like, what the fuck? Like, it sounds like you guys to get got invited par- to the Hamptons with like, who? You guys got houses out there. There's radio shows. Yeah, Dude, I should have led led with this question. Like, what the fuck? Like, well, you, all, it's the LIE I, is an open expressway. I know, you but can like, get who, out there. Where, I mean, what's going on out in the Hamptons? I, to be, I've never been to the Hamptons. Are you kidding? I swear to God. Well, I here's mean, the deal with the Hamptons. What is what is so fast? Like, There's, what is so good? Is it well, good? I love it because I have it figured out. So I don't go to. Like the Hamptons magazine parties or there are a lot of parties where you'll see a lot of housewives. Right. And where you'll see maybe Christy Brinkley and um, I'm trying to think who else are like Ham- Chuck Scarborough, Hamptons people who are at You see these Chuck event. out there? No, 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 no. You would go if you went to like a Hamptons magazine party or Taste right. of the Hamptons or Bridgehampton Polo or stuff right, like right, that. Right, right, right. I really, and you won't believe it because I seem like I'm such a scene guy, whatever. I really, I I have a little love shack right on the water. (laughs) I am totally groovy. I hang out at my house. It seems like I write a lot. Today, I wrote until three o'clock. I went over to my friend Marcy's house. She lives on the ocean. I park at her house. I swam in the ocean for like 20 minutes. I jumped in her pool. And then I, can I get Marcy's number around? 
Yeah, I will I get Marcy wanna, Klein. She's yeah, the best. Yeah, I want to go swim yes. or something. And I mean, then, and then I was, I, you know what I did today? Fucking hiding in the heat in right, my apartment exactly. on the east side. I'm no, dying. So I'm just I, about, went to, I walked down to the public pool. There was a line to get in. Yeah, I'm know, not bullshit sucks. with you. Being in the city during the summer is tough. What's the but point? So, it's so a joke. I, you know, I really go from friend's house to friend's house. I don't. I don't go out a lot. I don't go to clubs. Right, I don't, right, right. Who goes to clubs? I don't, it's douchey. It's like a Scott so Disick kind of thing. You right. know what I mean? Like, that's not my Hampton scene. So I'm not going to a lot of white parties or I whatever. I get invited to shit. Of course. But I don't really go, you know, like, I I really just kind of go to people's houses. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, yeah, and right. they're back roads. Because, by the way, because you Traffic, could go right? and it would suck. You could go and people would be like, you would be like, this sucks. There's so much traffic. Like what? I couldn't get a reservation. So if you if you do it that way, it is gonna suck. You got to go the back roads. Right. You got to stay you gotta away. You got to know what you're doing. You right? got to know what you're doing. Otherwise, it will suck. What What do you do to 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 make? Because you you're writing another book. Yeah. You told me about. Yeah. You're doing this show. You're guesting on other shows. You're doing the live shows. I know you don't do them all the time with, with Anderson, Anderson Cooper. I got my radio channel. You got the radio I'm channel. I'm producing the Housewives. I'm an EP of all the Housewives. Right. Right. How, how do you manage your time? Like personally, I just, you know what? I'm very deadline oriented. So whatever my deadline, I meet every deadline. Right. So if I, I, I know that I have four cuts of housewives that I have to watch two by Wednesday and two by Thursday. Wait, wait, so wait. wait. What do you mean four? like four cuts of each episode? Four cuts. I have a cut of Jersey and OC that I have to watch by Wednesday and two New York's by Thursday. And two Holy different shit. episodes. And then that you I give to, notes. I give notes on them. Send them to the edit, and so I know I have to do that. I had my copy edit for my book due tomorrow for the first half. I did that. I got Bravo legal notes. Um, so I'm like, I basically I have my radio live two hour radio show in the morning. Are you doing that every day? The radio show? No, I just do it. I do. I tape stuff at Watch What Happens Live, and then right. I do live on Monday mornings on okay. the radio. Yeah. So I mean, so I just meet my deadlines. That's how I do it. And then I have, I, I still have, you know, I still make time. But do you? Are you like a get up early in the morning person? No, I, I you have aren't? to because. I have to because I always have something in the morning that I don't want to do. Right. But I don't, I would rather sleep until 1030. Yeah. Well, I yeah. would too. But yeah. I, I, I mean, you, you're prolific and you're taking care of shit and you're doing your thing. It seems like you, you I would I like, get my shit done. Like one of these 5am Kobe Bryant type of freaks. No, 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 no. If I, tomorrow morning I have the radio at 10, I'll wake That's up. That's not at, bad. No, I'll wake up at 830, walk my dog. I'll be out the door by 920. And take the subway up there and do, do you it. really? Yeah. So when you're on the because when I ride the subway, people yeah. always say this to me: "What the fuck are you doing on the subway? Like and like, or why are you on the subway? What, what, what do people? They must trip out when you're no, on the subway. Some people do. People are pretty cool. Yeah. Some people are like, can I get a picture? Other people. I meet a lot of. Uh, I meet a lot of straight guys on the subway. That's right. For, they watch the show. That, or their girls watch the show. Right. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah, that's what they say. That's what they say. Yeah. I, I, Listen, I'm a fluffer for straight guys. Straight guys <laughs> love me because basically what I do is their chick watches my show, they play the drinking game, and it's quick. And for the guy, if they're watching, I show a lot of boobs, I have salacious talk, right. I have a lot of sex talk, and then the show's over and the girl's like... I'm horny or, you know, whatever. They're ready like to go. They're, yeah, they're ready to go. I don't think that the... I'm a fluffer for straight I guys. hear you. Yeah. I, but I see, I don't find the... the I'll let you go. I, I don't I don't find Bravo or Watch, watch What Happens Live. An aphrodisiac. No, 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 I don't find it specifically like, you know, it's women. I mean, it's obviously it's women driven and it's right. women based, but I don't... I just find it entertaining. Well, I think what it is also for couples who watch, because a lot of couples yes, come couples, to see me and Anderson. It's good for couples. It's good... Um, it's just good fodder. It's bonding for couples. Right. And it makes a girl feel so psyched when their guy will watch The Housewives with them. They love it, and they think their guy's so cool. They're right. like, oh, my God, my guy. And then the, every straight guy should watch Vanderpump Rules and Southern Charm. Absolutely. It's like they totally should. It's perfect reality TV for a straight guys. Absolutely. Okay, I have to All go right, get Andy, made up. It was a pleasure. Thanks, dude. Thanks for stereo having me on. Po- it's your first, it's your my first, first stereo podcast. I know. It's mind I love blowing. it. All right. Thank you for doing wow. this, Andy. featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. What else are we going to do on the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast today? We are going to get the unofficial 
official political correspondent, Eli Lake. I need him to explain to me uh, why the feel the burn uh, Bernie Sanders supporters are still shitting on Hillary Clinton. Listen, here's what I want to tell you, you fucking nuts. She, she She won. Bernie, I fuck with him. He's Jewish. I like him. I felt like him being in the in the White House would get me in the White House. I felt like somehow or another I was going to be in the White House eating bagels, cream cheese, and lox with Bernie Sanders. But it didn't happen. Now you need to regroup, get your fucking head together, okay? Get your mind right, and, 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 and make adjustments. You want to say you don't want to vote? Who, who's that going to fuck? Even, even Bernie. One of the, 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 the biggest, most important uh, political figures has endorsed Hillary. Get your... It's like sore loser. You lost the fucking game. Now it's time to get your fucking head out of your ass and make the adjustments. Now listen, I know some people have... have, have, have I don't want to get into the political stuff. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I don't fuck with Donald Trump. Okay? I, I, I don't feel comfortable with him. As much... Shit, as I like to talk. The, the, the president shouldn't be a shit talker. The president shouldn't be a hate monger. Okay? Here's another thing that I wanted to point out to the people. Forget Republican, forget Democratic. All people of all races, I think you could understand this. Forget what they were saying. Forget who was speaking. Look at the crowd that showed up to the Republican National Convention. Take a look at that crowd. Okay, and then take a look at the crowd, just the crowd that showed up to the Democratic National Convention. Which crowd looks more like America? You, you fucking crazy fucks. You might want this to be all white. You might want this shit all to be vanilla, but it ain't. America is a melting pot. It's going to continue to be a melting pot. And if you look at that lily white fucking crowd, those red faced rabid white motherfuckers that showed up for the Republican National Convention and you just look at the eclectic mix of people that showed up for the Democratic National Convention, what looks more like America? Not what you want America to be, but what's actually in America. Do you understand what I'm saying? The Democratic National Convention, the people that showed up, forget the celebrities, forget the, 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 the celebrity endorsements and all that stuff, just look in the crowd at the faces the, the eclectic nature of the faces and then figure out that, that that means something. That means something. One looks like America, the real America, not not what your fucking white hope dream is. The real America. It ain't never going to be some 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 all white shit. So take that lily white hate shit. Go into the backwoods inbred with yourself and, and create your own fucking country. Get on a raft. You're so fucking smart and handy and this, that. Fucking go go away then if you don't like it. Because this is America. It's for every fucking body. The Latins, the Chinese, the blacks, the Jews, the Catholics, the Tunisians, the Filipinos. This is America. Yes, shit needs to be fixed. We all know that. But just take a look at the crowd at the Republican National Convention. And I don't care about these slick. They had a couple of Chinese dudes in cowboy hats. How come everybody who was of any other nationality at the Republican Convention had on a fucking cowboy hat? Well, what is the secret code of that fucking cowboy hat? Fuck that fucking cowboy hat, that Lone Ranger shit. It's 2016. What's the secret code with that? I never seen Chinese people with cowboy hats and a handful of black people with cowboy hats. Get the fuck out of here. You know, but the, but the politics brings out, uh, you know, brings out, brings out the worst in people, man. Hillary said, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Michelle Obama, the first lady, said she was, she was, you know, uh, uh, realized that she was proud of where she was and where the country was, that she wakes up every day in a house built by slaves. This is real. This is truthful. And then on the internet, people, that's not true. This is the, shut the fuck up. It is true. No one wants to de deal with the truth. It's okay. It's in the past. But you want to act like that shit didn't happen? The White House was built by slaves. And the, you don't know, it was rebuilt. Somebody said it was rebuilt. Shut the, who built the fucking house? 
people want to acknowledge like these things didn't happen. Okay? And it's so well, hundreds of years later true. But the, the, the ramifications of it are still in effect today. They're still in effect today. Everyone wants to talk about, well, Hillary did this and she's done this. You think any of these politicians are, are, are clean and sober? Do you know anybody in your life that's clean and sober? So what they're politicians? Does that mean that they're, they, they, they haven't done anything? Her emails, I don't give a fuck about her emails. But Eli Lake is going to help me understand and help the viewers of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, the listeners, understand why people have a beef with Hillary. I'm going to also ask him uh, what uh, Trump's alleged ties are to um, Russia are. We have some unseen, unheard footage of Danny Aiello. It happened. Danny Aiello spoke at the Democratic National Convention. Um, uh, it got cut off at the end. Uh, but what we have is, is golden. Um, so we have that. Um, what else do I got for you? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm so concerned about where we are as a country, uh, where I am uh, in my life, uh, where my stool is on a daily basis. I say my stool. I, I, yes, my stool. I'm having stool issues. Um, what else is uh, what else is popping? Yo, I started uh, a show. I don't know how many of listeners of the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast have Sirius XM radio, but I started a show, a fantasy football shit talking extravaganza on Sirius XM every Tuesday, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern, channel 210 or channel 87. With this dude, Guru John Henson. It's going to be fun. A lot of shit talking. It ain't just fantasy. It ain't just football. We talk about everything. Um, And uh, we're going to get into this now with the great Eli Lake. Yo. Yo, Eli. Let's do it. All right, let's just jump into it. Uh, For those of you who have never heard the unofficial, official political Correspondent of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. His name is Mr. Eli Lake. He is a contributor to Bloomberg News. He's uh, done stuff with CNBC, MSNBC, I don't know, WABC, WCBS, WPLJ, anything that has to do with news. My man Eli Lake has done it. All right. Uh, and I just want to jump into it, Eli. Thank you. Honor and privilege as always. Listen, it's an honor and a privilege, and it's educational in a non-boring way to have you on here. The people love you. The ladies love you. Everybody is excited to have you back, and so am I. So let me just ask you this. We're, 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 we're deep into this, this, this electric season. The Democratic National Convention. What's up with the, 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 the feel the burn Bernie Sanders people. Here's my here's my first question. Okay, I understand, like, you know, a sore loser. I, I, I'm one of the sorest losers you're ever going to find. I get it. People wanted Bernie to win. He he sort of captured the hearts and imaginations of people. Uh, uh, who would have ever thought that an old Jew from New York would be this beloved? I never would have thought it myself. I, I get why he was so liked. I get why he is still so liked and loved, but he lost. Now, aside from the fact that the Bernie Sanders supporters wanted him to win and he didn't, what is the Bernie Sanders supporters and and other people's problem with Hillary Clinton? And, And I don't give a shit about her emails. We already covered that. I said that I think that there were some dick pics going back and forth with that. You didn't confirm or deny it. That is just my theory, okay? I don't give a shit about her emails. That didn't bother me at all. But what is the problem that people have with Hillary Clinton? What is all this lock her up shit, lock her up? What the fuck do they want to lock her up for? Well, that was from the Republican convention, was the lock her up. And then some of the Bernie supporters were saying it. And this is, I think that there is a, a lot of stuff that they, a lot of problems they have with Hillary. Off the top, you know, she is somebody who gave very well compensated speeches to Goldman Sachs and other major New York investment banks. And the whole Bernie Sanders movement is about getting really big money out of politics. 
So just off the bat, they see Hillary Clinton as on the other side of that issue. And they see her as part of and a representative of a corrupt system, which Bernie Sanders, his entire campaign message is, this is a political revolution, and we're going to bring down the corrupt system. And, and that was his campaign. Now, and when you so say corrupt system and big money stuff, big money businesses, what do you mean? Explain that in layman's terms, because, you know, we hear like the big, but why shouldn't the big money people be involved? It's like the big money people are the boosters. The big money people are paying for the campaign. What is wrong with big money people being involved with politics? I, I don't, I'm not saying it, it is or it isn't. I have no fucking idea what it literally means. And, and the reality of it is, is I think most people don't know what it literally means when, when, when that term term and that sort of thing is, is thrown around. Get get uh, big money businesses out of politics. What's wrong with big money businesses being in politics? Well, let me give you an example. There's a huge trade deal called the Trans-Pacific Partnership, which is super complicated and is still highly classified. It's a secret document. But lobbyists for corporations that are extremely interested in that trade deal have seen the drafts of the agreements and have been privy to those documents that until WikiLeaks put it on the internet a couple of years ago, the American people were not legally allowed to see. They were, they were kind of official secrets on a trade deal. So okay. that's one example that a lot of the... Now, I'm, I'm, I am, I'm going to make something very clear. I am not a, a Bernie booster, but that I think is a, a key argument that they would say is an example of the corruption of really big money in politics. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I mean, on the other side, more to your point, I don't think that there is a single big moneyed interest. The, um, you know, the coal company will have a different, or I'm sorry, coal miners or coal mining concerns will have different interests than people who make environmental technology. And so a lot of times there'll be money in politics to fight other moneyed interests in politics. So it's not like there's a single, like all of the gazillionaires and billionaires get together and they all agree that this is how we want the country to be like. Uh, so there is a difference there. And I'm, so I'm not in the Bernie camp, but I think that that's something that they would say. Okay. And then, and then this whole lock her up, lock her up. I want to know about the lock her up, lock her up, and, and, and explain to me uh, uh, why she's associated with the, the massacre in Benghazi. So, so explain the locker, or is the lock her up thing just some crazy shit? Like, what, what do they want her to be locked up for? Like, you say lock her up. And by the way, you know, I think just because these assholes show up at the at both the, the Democratic and Republican National Convention, just because you show up doesn't mean you know what the fuck you're talking about. You know, some of these people, they're cheering. But I feel like it's just like it's like picking a team. It's like the Redskins versus the Giants. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're in there, you're cheering, you like lock her up, lock her up and fuck Hillary. I'm, you know, feel the burn. What, what is you? What are you talking about? Like, it doesn't mean that, you know, as much as my man Eli Lake. Anyway, finish what you're saying. Please explain this to me. I mean, the argument that Hillary should be lying, I mean, there have been a litany of uh, shady ethical questions about Hillary going back 20 years now. Uh, you know, Republicans went after her in the 1990s for something called Whitewater. There was the latest thing with the email server, which, you know, that there is an argument that somebody who wasn't a high senior official would have faced potentially jail time or at least been fired from their job. And on Benghazi, I've written a lot about Benghazi. I mean, there were... Uh, allegations at the Republican convention last week that she's responsible for a terrorist attack, but that's uh, nonsense. I mean, I, the, the terrorists are responsible for a terrorist attack. And, and, and there real, were, but real quickly, though, remind everybody what what happened in Benghazi. Okay, so la uh, about four years ago, uh, during the uh, the presidential campaign, right after the Democratic convention in September, uh, on the anniversary of 9-11, mm -hmm. uh, the U.S. lost its first ambassador in, I think, nearly 20 years uh, in a terrible attack at an outpost in Benghazi, Libya. And that attack was originally described as a demonstration against an anti-Islamic Internet video gone awry, but everybody knew that it was a terrorist attack. And the Obama administration and Hillary has gotten into a lot of trouble for, saying for about 10 days to about a week, two weeks, uh, trying to say that it wasn't a terrorist attack, that it was sort of, you know, part of this global demonstrations in the Muslim world against this video. Mm -hmm. And that has become a huge issue, particularly for Republicans, 
Um, and then there are other questions about whether or not the State Department in general, and Hillary was the Secretary of State, so she has some responsibility there, uh, declined requests for more security for that outpost. And not to confuse it even more, but this was mainly a station for the CIA, and the CIA was supposed to do a lot of that security, so they screwed up too. But the director of the CIA isn't running for president, the former Secretary of State is. Right. And then what else? What is the other general, besides the fact that she's a Clinton and the, you, you, the two points you made, is there anything else that I'm missing that I need to know why so many people, or, or it appears that so many people have a beef with Hillary? Because I, I think my, my prediction is, you know, the, the, the Trump people are going to do this and the, and the Republicans are going to do that. I think this is going to be a fucking landslide. I think that Hillary's going to win in a landslide. Uh, I'm concerned because, uh, you know, of Pandora's box. Or is it Pandora's door? What the fuck do I know? No, it's Pandora's box. Pandora's box. Uh, uh, the, 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 the hatred that, that it's sort of, you know, resurfaced its ugly head. And, you know, Trump with his all make America, make America great shit again. I feel like his presence and just talking that shit has set America back. I feel like sort of open racism as far as I as, as long as I've been along, which is uh, only 46 years. I've never uh, been alive, uh, you know, where there's so much open racism in the climate. So he's saying make America great again. He's it's already fucking he, since his presence has come. I feel like he's already brought a bad element to it. But but explain to me what are the other things that people that, that are anti Hillary? Uh, uh, well, have, this have week, so this is the most this is such an important story. And it's unfolding this week during the convention. And that is WikiLeaks just released new emails from the Democratic National Committee, which is supposed to be neutral in the Democratic primary. Mm. And those emails forced the head of the Democratic National Committee, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, a New Balance-wearing, Balin Locks-eating, Ashkenazi-American like us. Yes, yes. To resign... Because she's in some of these emails trashing Bernie and saying we need, you know, he's not going to win, and showing that that she's that the, that the Democratic National Committee really was putting their thumb on the scale mm. for Hillary, which is something that the Bernie people had said during the primary when they were fighting it out. But these are like the emails that finally prove it. So that got everybody riled up for the first night of the convention on Monday where the supporters of Bernie Sanders, that's where I think you're getting that locker up and, and the fact that they really didn't come on board. But, you know, Bernie endorsed Hillary and gave a very positive speech for her. So did Michelle Obama. But those emails pissed off a lot of the um, Bernie supporters because they said, wait a second, the, that the national parties are supposed to be neutral, and they were in it for Hillary this whole time. That makes sense. But then there's another there's another wrinkle, and that is... There, there is a lot of evidence so far, according to cybersecurity experts, and I wrote a column about this on uh, Monday, that the Russian government was behind the initial breach of the Democratic National Committee that uh, just had these emails exposed by WikiLeaks. Now, take a step back, but if that's the case, then it certainly looks like Vladimir Putin is trying to interfere in our election to tip it to Trump. And that raises a whole series of crazy questions. Now, to give it some historical perspective, Richard Nixon was, became the only U.S. president who resigned because of ordering the break-in of the Democratic headquarters at the Watergate. Imagine if he had used the KGB. Now, we don't know yet whether Trump work in collusion with Putin or that Putin is doing it independently. And I'm not prepared to make that leap, but there is a lot of smoke here because Trump has been unbelievably for a Republican, especially really like unprecedentedly kind of pro Putin or pro Russia. He has talked about maybe not coming to the aid of NATO countries that have, you know, being attacked by Russia, which is music to, Vladimir Putin's ears. Mm. So then he also, I think we talked about in my first uh, appearance on the on the podcast, 
he has hired a guy named Paul Manafort, who worked for Russian oligarchs and helped elect basically a the, the Ukrainian president uh, who later had to step down when there was a popular revolution in Ukraine and kind of, you know, was very pro-Putin who escaped to, to, to Russia. So there's a lot of these really strong questions that are out there. But if, Ru- I mean, if Russia did a cyber hack and then gave it to WikiLeaks to influence the election, that's like unprecedented. Right. That's Putin is fucking with our election. That's really bad. Wow. And uh, it's like it, it raises a whole nother level to this. You see what I'm saying? Do, do you think, what do you think the chances of, of that being figured out before the end of this election? Well, the Russia part is already out there. I wrote about it. Other people have written on this particular angle about, you know, experts in cybersecurity uh, have said that the source code that was used is similar to other hacks that have been attributed to actors that are affiliated with the Russian state. So that's already out there, and the FBI is now investigating that. But will we ever know if this was done in collusion with the Trump campaign? That we may never know. I don't. I doubt that's going to be solved before the election. I'd love to break that story, but that's that's a whole separate question. But on the issue of the Russians getting involved, I mean, I think that we will probably know a lot more by the end of the election. You, you know what I just figured out? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. We're, we're, we're going to take a little segue here. I learned yeah. about this word collusion uh, during my uh, uh, first year of fantasy football in, in, in the Howard Stern uh, Fantasy Football League, uh, collusion. I never had heard this word before. And then you saying it now, I thought it was only a fucking fantasy football word. But the point that I am about to, this is going to blow your mind, okay? And, and you could be the first one to break this tomorrow on, 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 at Bloomberg News. This is going to blow your mind. Collusion, y- y- you know the term cahoots? Yes. Boom. That's where it came from. The root of cahoots came from collusion. You take, the, you take that, you do what you want with it, you run with it, okay? I love having you on the show. You could take that information I just gave you and run with it. I'm just connecting the dots here. Collusion, cahoots, boom. Boom. Knowledge starts. Yo, Eli, what else? What other things are sticking out with you in the political world this week? What other things you know, do you think you could help me wrap my brain around and simplify for me? Because the thing that I love about having you on the show is you really help me understand in layman's, layman's terms. So is there anything else that you want to add that you think I should sort of be aware of and pay attention to? Well, it'll be really important to watch what Hillary says this week and to see what kind of message that's going to set the tone for the Democratic campaign. And, um, you know, we'll see. I mean, I think that this is a real test for her because she does have all the stuff that's out there. Um, she's trying to kind of unite that party. And she realizes, like, the stakes are so high right now. Um, and she needs to have people who normally wouldn't vote to come out. So she's got to thread that needle, and this is the speech of her life. So if you've been following Hillary Clinton, definitely watch that. And then, sadly, on the on the negative side, uh, we saw another terrible ISIS attack in France, and mm-hmm. it seemed to be on a rampage. So disgusting. It's like the the key question is, you know, in 1968, when Americans elected Richard Nixon for the first time, he ran on a campaign of law and order because 1968 was chaos. Mm. Martin Luther King was killed. Bobby Kennedy was killed. You know, it was chaos. And there was, you know, the, then the 68 Democratic Convention where you saw the Chicago police beating up the demonstrators. Mm. And he was the candidate who said, I'm going to bring back law and order. I'm going to be the, the father figure this country needs. I think that Trump is trying to do that, but he keeps getting too crazy and saying things that are, I think, amateurish and don't make him look like he's competent. Right. And I think that Hillary is going to try to be that figure, like that I'm going to be the one who's going to bring calm, confidence, security to the state. Because I, I don't know about you, I mean, you're, you're in New York and L.A., but don't you feel that the country's going crazy, the world's going crazy right now with all the police shootings and everything like that? Of course, man. There's so much yeah. going on. I mean, the, the, Right, the, the, and it's like... Yeah, it's, and so that's that's the key. So she's got to like you know, is she going to be that person that Americans just say, all right, I trust you 
to kind of tamp it down and bring back order. I, I think she's gonna she's gonna she's gonna do it. And you know, I spoke uh, earlier about this. One of the things, forget what people are saying, how they're saying it. Obviously, both sides have good speakers um, and, and and a lot of heartfelt speakers. The thing that I've noticed. And 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 in in this uh, watching closely, this is the first time in my life, to be totally honest, where I've went home to watch the Republican and Democratic conventions. I'll be straight up. I've never like, yeah. oh, I'm going to go home and watch the conventions. If you look in the crowd of the Republican National Convention, forget the celebrities and the people we know, just the faces in the crowd and the the kind of people that are there and and that and, and what i'm saying kind of i mean majority just white people and if you look at the crowd and the eclectic uh uh nature the, the eclectic mix of who's at the democratic national convention the reality of it is is the forget forget who you want to win america is is it looks like the democratic national convention it's it's a hodgepodge of people there's all sorts of colors race races and creeds and despite what some people want that's america you know and 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 just that alone it makes me feel more comfortable you know what i mean like it's like there's black people there's white people there's not just like you know there, there was some people like there was like some indian looking dude at the republican national convention i swear he was blinking at the camera because he wanted to get people to know like i'm a hostage please help he was doing some sort of sign <laughs> language with his eyes so you know just that alone you know i think it, it, it means something um Anyway, I'm new to all this uh, politics stuff. I've never cared and, and been so emotionally invested. I appreciate your time again, Eli, and your insight and, 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 and you breaking it down in, in really simple terms. Um, we have some unearthed footage of, of, of a speech that, that CNN, none of the big networks have. Uh, Danny Aiello at the Democratic uh -huh. National Convention. Uh, it's a real earth shaker. Um, and, and, and other than that, man, I, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing what you have to say the next time you'll join us on the podcast. And, and I always appreciate it, Eli. Oh, thank you so much. I love doing it. Say hi to Mr. Moody for me, please. I will. And we'll talk to you soon, my man. All right. Thank you. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, as I told you earlier, we have uh, we have broken ground once again. We are unearthing, never heard, forget what uh, Bloomberg, CNN, Fox, New York One, ABC, NBC, whoever you're listening to, the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast is now going to play unheard, unseen footage used from the 2016 Democratic National Convention from... My favorite, Danny Aiello. He 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 uh, he was invited to speak. I don't know why uh, he this wasn't aired, but it's it's riveting stuff. For some reason, it gets cut off at the end. Uh, but he had the crowd in a fucking. He had him. He had him fired up. All right. Uh, my name is Danny Aiello. Uh, I've been in about 117 movies. I was born in the fucking Bronx. How you doing, people? Yeah, some of you born in the Bronx. I was born and raised in the fucking Bronx. Marble Hill Projects, you cocksuckers. You ever been to the fucking Bronx? You ever walked up a fucking stairwell in the fucking Bronx? Marble Hill Projects was a fucking shithole. But I fucking made it out of there. I was a fucking headbreaker. I scrapped. I fought. I busted fucking bones to make it out of there. And you can too, you cocksuckers, you. Get off your fucking phones. Get off your fucking Pokemons. Take your fucking heads out of your fucking ass with your Google searches and start fucking living. People, calm down. And to all you Bernie Sanders cocksuckers, listen, I wanted that hook-nosed Jew prick to win 
just like you did. I fucking campaigned for him. I scrounged around the fucking Bronx saying vote for this Jukok sucker. He's fantastic. But he didn't fucking win. And you cocksuckers want to protest me? You cocksuckers want to boo me? I'll come in the fucking crowd with a fucking baseball bat. He fucking lost. 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 That's right. He fucking lost. Listen. I'm from the Bronx. I'm gonna be fucking honest. You think I ever thought a fucking broad would be president? I didn't think that. I had no fucking idea that would happen. But it's fucking happening. And I can't fucking wait. It's 2016, you cocksuckers. Screw your fucking heads on right. I fully fucking endorse Hillary Clinton. And if you cocksuckers from the Republican National Convention want problems, I'll be standing outside Marble Hill Projects. I'll be standing outside Marble Hill Projects with a fucking baseball bat. Bring your fucking guns. Bring your fucking hunting rifles. I'll crack your fucking heads. You 